If you are under the age of 18, you should not be listening to this podcast. Also, this is your official spoiler warning. There will be all the spoilers. All the spoilers. Heavy spoilers. Very heavy. Very heavy. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Welcome to North Harbor Podcast, episode 25. <gasps> 25! Yes, of A Memory of Light. And we are on The Last Battle, still. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm Adelona Sadai. I'm Rebecca Sadai. And here we go on our stuff. On our stuff. All right. All right. If you haven't thought about being in a zaddy sandwich between Ruark and Telmanis, this podcast is not for you. I mean, a girl can dream, right? <laughs> yes. If you haven't pictured glitter instead of dust in the last battle, then this podcast is not for you. Oh, Hinder Stream. <clears throat> If you haven't thought about all of the implications of a man having enough stamina to take down two Merdral in as short a span of time as Talmanis does, this podcast is not for you. If, if you haven't dreamt of somebody looking at you like Bruark looks at Grendel, then this podcast is not for you. Too soon, my heart. that's great though i love it it's great okay all right fair tweets of the week yes okay so we gotta talk about the hinder stream it is still going strong still going strong it is just telling Lorna i have been floating down the hinder stream for about two weeks now Again, I should say, again. Yeah. (laughs) Because I go on and off. Like, I won't get notifications. And then all of a sudden, I start getting them again. Yeah. Branched off to somewhere else. And (laughs) I unwittingly say something. (laughs) And I get caught back up again. in cookies and glitter. And... And the licking team. (laughs) Yeah. That I wasn't even thinking about the glitter from Hinder Stream when I made that comment. So. <laughs> it has infested your mind. Apparently, uh, subconsciously, 
has gotten there. Yes, it has. And our others, it our others, our other tweet of the week is Wordler, the game that has hit Twitter of time. If you are not into this game, then you're under a rock, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Or if you haven't heard of it, I should say at least. And it is kind of addictive. So. Yes. And I have to say that at least for me, um, Dane Bornhall brought both of these to my attention. <laughs> well, he was the original person for the Hinder stream. He is, you know, Zaddy Hinder creator. And then he was the first person I saw putting Wordle on Twitter at all. The two of you are just forever intertwined, apparently. No. Cannot part. <laughs> yes. Did I tell you that I uh I got him for Secret Santa? Oh my gosh. There he is. I, I sent him a uh fake wolfskin rug and told him, here's Hopper. <laughs> well, you also should have sent him fake poop. I should have. That would have been funny, just like the poop emoji, like a pillow. Yeah. That would have been great. Would have been yep. Pretty amazing. <sighs> Next year. <laughs> Next year. Next year. Um, so as we started out saying, this is chapter 37, the last battle still. This week we are doing perspectives of Bruark and Talmanes. Mm-hmm. And uh, two very highly esteemed men, in our opinions, <laughs> for what it's worth. So, loopy. Of course, I have like lyrics going on in my head when I say that. For what it's worth, it was worth all the while. <sighs> Something yes. incredible, and in the end is right. Mm -hmm. I hope you've had the time of your life. Something unpredictable. Yeah, that's it. Unpredictable. <laughs> Whatever. We all know that I'm coming up with new phrases these days. All the time, and they're adorable. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we're in the Valley of Takandar. It has become a place of smoke, mayhem, and death. Ruark stalked through it. Trask and Belder at his sides. They were brothers from the Red Shields. He hasn't met these Red Shields before, um, but obviously, since the Red Shields, they're his brothers. Yes. Um, they are trying to battle all of the Dark Friends and the Shadow Spawn that are in the valley. Um, I just Again, I want to go over the amazing detail of Brandon Sanderson and Robert Jordan in helping you envision yourself in the books. Yes. Um, as So lightning broke the air, striking nearby. As Ruark walked, his feet crunched on sand that had been turned into shards of glass by the lightning. Nice. He reached cover, some trollic corpses in a pile, and crouched down. Trask and Belder joining him. The tempest had finally come, furious winds assaulting the valley, nearly enough to pull the veil from his face. Like, 
I can just picture myself there, you know? Absolutely. You can hear Ruark walking on this sand that has been turned into glass. And it's all crunchy. And yeah. It's crunching, you know, under his boots, you know, even though he's trying to be quiet. And you can feel, because he says that it shards of glass. So obviously, you can feel these poking into the bottom of your feet as you're walking across it. And so, like that, just that description gives you every, it uses every sense. It does. You know, and that for me is the sign or the things that I get from Robert Jordan and Brandon Sanderson and why I love these books is that I can place myself with the people, the perspectives that are here. Yes, absolutely. So that's just me. (laughs) It's not just you. I mean, I can absolutely see myself in I would say 95% of the scenes because it's just so detailed. Yeah, like they're engaging your brain completely. You know, and a lot of people don't like all the description, but I live for it. Yeah, it's so when I was younger, I read Gary Paulson books. Mm-hmm. Or read Gary Paulson books. Um, he was descriptive, but he was very in my opinion, like, repetitive descriptive. So he would say a word, and then he would repeat that word, like, so you really, like, try to feel it that way. That just got annoying to me. Yeah, yeah, that was annoying. This uses different words, like, so it's not just a black, it's this shade of black, you know, so that is different to me so like you can picture the exact coloring yeah yeah so like dark out and it's as dark as this and i find that like i can be completely enveloped in that description instead of you just saying it was dark it was really really dark like that but anyway moving on (laughs) yes It was difficult to make out anything. The fog had blown away, but the sky had darkened, and the storm kicked up glitter and smoke. Many people fought in prowling packs. Okay, all right, so there's like little mini orgies happening everywhere. Well, yeah. Yes. There were no more battle lines, so it's just one big free-for-all. Yeah. It's not, it's no longer an organized orgy. And they usually never are, even though sometimes they start off that way. They definitely don't end that way. I'm going to take your perspective on this. I haven't ventured there myself at this point in my life. Um, So we'll go, go with that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I do not have, I don't want to right now. So just in case people are getting that impression I'm good. I'm good not having been invited to one. You're going to get all of the invitations now. You know, this you is what I'm going to head off. off. Like, I don't, it's okay not to invite me. I'm okay. <laughs> We're good. Okay. Don't expect her to show up. No. Nope. Any of them. Nope. I, no, I'm, I am fine with what I've got, yeah. honestly. It is what it is. It is. And I love people who own it. So go. Go do your thing. 
Michelle, thank you. Nearly. <laughs> and I look forward to hearing all about it. So right. Yeah. Vicariously through me. That's why I like I don't need it for myself, but I will listen and learn. <laughs> I'm a learner. <laughs> all right. <Yes. laughs> so fortunately. The Trollocs I had piled through didn't have overwhelming numbers. The passing out in the pass and the long siege had reduced the numbers of Trollocs at Takandar. In all, the Trollocs remaining probably equaled the number of defenders, which is kind of sad because you know that one Trolloc could probably take down at least two or three defenders. Yeah. Trollocs have that stamina. They, they do. They do. They do. For all of you monster fuckers out there, you know they do. <laughs> that still would be a problem, but in his opinion, the honorless who wore red veils were a far greater threat. Those roved across the expanse of the valley, as did the Aiel. In this open field, obscured with fog and swirling glitter to ruin visibility, Ruark hunted. Okay, guys, and this is where it really starts getting hot. I'm sorry, like, yes. crawl through the last battle is, is tantalizing. Oh, I like that word. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> All right. Rourke waved to his brothers, and they moved through the tempest of glitter along one side of the valley. The light send that the regular forces and the channelers could hold the path up to the mountain where the car car sought Sightblinder. Fought Sightblinder. Mm -hmm. Rand Al Thor would need to complete his portion of the orgy soon, for Ruark suspected it would not be long before the shadow won this valley. He and his brothers passed a group of Ayel dancing the spears with traitors who wore red veils. These red veils could not channel. Ruark and his two leaped into this dance, spears thrusting. Ooh. Okay. Every yeah. culture has their own name for that. So they do. Mm. Spears thrusting in a dance. That's great. Yeah. Uh, Trask woke from the dream during this fight, poor guy, though he slew two of the red veils as he fell. Uh, then the other red veils flee. Um, ooh, Ruark killed one of them with a bow. Shooting men in the back, it was a thing they would not have done if fighting true Aiel. These creatures were worse than Shadow Spawn. You know, shooting someone from the back is... I mean, it can be good kinky fun sometimes. It can be. Right, so, the army is still holding. There were some Aes Sedai, Ashaman, and Aiel in little orgy battles, and uh, they are moving through. Uh, most of them held old swords that hadn't been used in years, or staffs that had probably once been farming tools. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you gotta repurpose all kinds of things. You could repurpose a riding crop, sure thing. You absolutely could. Oh, I love it. Okay. 
okay this part i just thought was funny they thought they fought like cornered wolves against the trollocs rurik shook his head if the tree killers had fought so savagely perhaps Laman would still have his throw yikes oh the shade <laughs> pretty great that's 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 epic i like it uh all right so he motioned for his brothers to stay behind then slipped forward in a crouch he grabbed a handful of the gray ash-like dust that covered the ground and rubbed it into his clothing and onto his face the wind whipping some of it from his fingers he went prone on the ground a dagger clenched in his jaw his prey stood atop a small hill watching the fight one of the red veils with his veil down grinning the creature's teeth were not filed to points the one with the pointy teeth are channelers um so this fellow oh no this fellow was a channeler revealed as he summoned fire like a spear and launched it toward fighting tyrans nearby not nice to spread out the stds guys now no. don't spread your burning this no, is not not cool no we don't want burning in these sorts of fun things no then uh the he continued his excruciatingly slow crawl listening to the fire sizzle sizzle is such a fun word sizzle is definitely a fun word yeah, and as the red veil stood with hands behind his back, weaves of the one power striking around him. The red veil didn't see him, though some of these men fought like Aiel, many did not. They were not quiet as they stalked and did not seem to know the bow or the spear as well as they should. Men like the one in front of him. Ruark doubted they had ever had to move quietly, sneak up on a foe, kill a deer in the wilderness. Why would they want to when they could channel? Man did not notice as Ruark slid around a trollic corpse near the red veil's feet, then reached out and sliced the man's hamstrings. He dropped with a cry. And before he could channel further, Ruark cut his throat, then slipped back into hiding between two corpses. I'm sorry, like, I just picture like, Ruark moving through all this. I just, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> first off, the whole hunting thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, there are people out there who enjoy feeling like prey. There are. Yes. Uh, yes, yes, there are. <laughs> Yeah, there are some that enjoy feeling like prey, and there are some that enjoy feeling like the hunter, and then there are some that enjoy feeling both. It's just a very um, primal thing. Oh, oh, two Trollocs came to see what the fuss was. Rora took both of them down before they had a chance to see him. Then once again, he melted into the landscape. Mm. No more Shadow Spawn came to investigate, so Rurark retreated back toward his men. As he moved, rising to a crouching run, 
He passed a small pack of wolves finishing off Trollocs. The wolves turned to him, muzzles bloodied and ears raised. They let him pass, moving silently into the storm of wind to find other prey. So the wolves had come with the tempest, the winds. Um, Rorik did not know much of how the overall battle was going. Uh, King Darlin's troops were still in the distance with some dragon sworn. Rurik had seen they had nearly run out of bolts, and the strange stream steam belching wagons that had been delivering supplies now lay in ruins. Uh, the Aes Sedai and Ashman continued to channel against the onslaught, but with energy, not as much energy as he had seen earlier. Something hit him. He gasped, falling to his knees. He looked up, and someone beautiful stepped through the storm to inspect him. Ooh. He had wonderful eyes, though the two were offset from one another. He had never before realized how horribly balanced everyone else's eyes were. <laughs> this is, yes. This is, this is the spot, guys. All right. Thinking of it nauseated him. And all other women had too much hair on their heads. This creature with thinning hair was far more marvelous. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes, you'll do, she said. Come, my pet, join the others. She gestured toward a group following her. Several wise ones, a pair of Aes Sedai, a man with a spear. Bruart growled. Would this man try to take the affection of his beloved? He would kill the man for that. He would, his mistress chuckled. <laughs> and Morden thinks this face a punishment. Well, you don't care what face I wear, do you, my pet? Her voice grew softer, softer and at the same time harsher. When I'm through, nobody will. Morden himself will praise my beauty, for he will see through eyes that I grant him. Just like you, pet. Just like you. She patted Ruark. He joined her and the others and moved through the valley, leaving behind the men he had called brothers. Dang. I mean, you got a bit of a dominatrix vibe there. Yeah, it's compulsion. Compulsion is icky. But is Grendel. So what else do we expect? Exactly. Oh, definitely a dominatrix vibe, though. Oh. My goodness. Again, my alter ego. If I didn't have morals. <laughs> if I was raised differently, maybe. You could still do the whole dominatrix thing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know that I could, though. Like, well, I mean, no, I shouldn't say that. I know that I could. But you don't know that I that I want to. Okay, fair. I haven't decided where all that lies. We shall see. We're still waiting on the feather and the blindfold. Yeah, right. Okay. Talmanes. Talmanes lit a twig off the lantern, then used it to light his pipe. 
He took one puff before hacking and emptying the pipe's bowl on the rock floor. I'm going to say two rivers to back is weed. I mean, it has to be. It's some very special tobacco. It is. Everybody loves. Either that or it's Cuban. So. Okay. Okay. And and honestly, if it's Cuban, it could also just be weed. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> Maybe it's Cuban weed. <laughs> that would explain the the, uh, the fervor behind it. It would. Yes. It really would. So, I mean, because they only take one puff before they dump it out. Yeah, well, I think in this instance, it's because the tobacco has turned. Oh, yeah, there's that. I forgot. Yeah, the tobacco had gone bad somehow. You're right. Horribly bad. He coughed and ground the offending tobacco in the floor with his boot heel. Telmanas and his boots. I wonder what kind of boots he's wearing. Look, all I know is Matt Hatch is going to have fun with that. <laughs> yep. Uh, and so will I, because I kind of have a boot fetish as well. But um, who doesn't like a good pair of boots? I'm sorry. Tom Honest can grind me under his boot any day. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. That just rubbed me the right way. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> You're right, my lord. Melton asked, walking past. I lay juggling a pair of hammers with his right hand as he walked. I'm sorry, who else can juggle hammers? And how do I get the number of this Melton? Right? Can we, we can please do that? We've heard from Melton a couple of times. If Melton can do that with his hands, imagine how deft his fingers are. Just saying. Exactly. I'm bloody still alive, Telmana said, which is far more likely than I have a right to expect. Melton nodded without expression and continued on, continued on joining one of the teams working on the dragons. So they're busy trying to repair, like any repairs to the dragons that they can. They're in a cave in the middle of nowhere that is only reachable by gateway. Yes. Um, Tamana has tapped the lantern, judging the oil. It smelled awful when it burned because it's also bad. Though he was growing used to that, and they had enough for a few more hours yet. That was good, since so far as he knew, the cavern had no exits to the battleground above. It was accessible only by gateway. Some Ashaman had known of it. Strange fellow. Andrel. What kind of man knew caverns that could not be reached except through the One Power? An Ashaman with a gateway talent. Otherwise yes. known as a glory hole talent. Look, this is the other side of the glory holes. It is the other side of the glory hole. Oh my gosh, because things are going to come out of it. They sure are. <laughs> no one expected. Okay. All right. Anyway, the band is trapped down here in a place of safety, but isolation. Only rare bits of information came in Matt's messages. Telmanis strained, thinking he could hear the distant sounds of channelers fighting above, but it was mere fancy. The land was silent. Telmanis shook his head, walking to one of the working teams. How goes it? Denel gestured to sheets of paper that Eludra had given him. Eludra, that's a dom. 
She is. She's a spicy, spicy dom too. Oh my gosh. She is a firecracker. No pun. Actually, pun intended. Yes. Really intended. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But she is. She's a firecracker if there ever was one. She causes all kinds of explosions. Ooh, sure does. All the good kinds. Yes. All the good kinds. Uh, Donnell tells him most of the tubes are solid. If you think about it, they were built to withstand a little fire and an explosion now and then. He chuckled <laughs> and then fell silent looking at Tillamus. Do not let me dampen your good humor, Tomona said, tucking his pipe away. Well, let it bother you that we are fighting at the end of the world. That our armies are grossly outnumbered and that if we lose, our very souls will be delivered by the Dark One. Sorry, my lord. That was a joke. Denel blinked. That? Yes, that was a joke. Yes. You have an interesting sense of humor, my lord, Denel said. So I have been told. Telmon, I love Telmon's sense of humor. Yes, it's my favorite. Great. It's awesome. It's almost Aiel and the dryness. Very nearly. I'm just trying. Moraine has a very dry sense of humor, does she not? She does a bit, yeah. Except she's been hanging out with Lan. Um, Dilbrain has very dry sense of humor. Is it a Karyanin? I think it's Karyanin. Uh, it will work, my lord. We won't be able to move it fast, though I was saying the tubes themselves fared well, but the carts, well, we've done what we can to salvage, and the supplies out of bear alone, but we can only do so much with the time we have. Which is none! Talmana said, Lord Mac could call upon us at any moment. If they're still alive up there, Daniel said, looking upward. A discomforting thought. The band could end its days trapped down here. At least there wouldn't be many of those days. Either world would end or the band would run out of food. They wouldn't last a week buried here in darkness. Blood and ashes, Matt. You'd better not lose up there. You'd Better not. <laughs> right. Wait. Tell Miles held up his lantern, turning to go, but noticed something. The soldiers working on the dragons cast a twisted shadow on the wall, like a man with a wide cloak that had obscured his face. Denel followed the glance. Look, it looks like we're being watched by old Jack himself, doesn't it? Right. That it does, Telmana said. Then in a louder voice, he shouted, It's too quiet in here by far. Let's have some singing men. Yes. Some of the men paused. Aludra stood up, hands on her hips, and gave him a very displeased, arched eyebrow glance. So Telmana started it himself. We'll drink the wine to the cup is... And I have to read all this, guys, because... It's, it's you read the Jack of the Shadows, you must read the whole thing. Absolutely. Everywhere it goes up. And feel free to join in with your drinks. Hold up. Ready? Yeah. Do it like they would want to. I mean, I got a monster, it'll work. All right. Monster. Wine. Or I should say a dark intruder, as one of my British friends refers to it. <laughs> that is 
or not British, Scottish. There we go. We'll drink the wine till the cup is dry and kiss the girls so they'll not cry and toss the dice until we fly to dance with Jack of the Shadows. This better be in the show. It's a good song. Then they started it up. We'll give a yell with a bloody curse and hug the maids. It could be worse as we ride away with the dark one's purse to dance the Jack of the Shadows. Okay. And we know Jack of the Shadows is death. Yes. So they are dancing with death. They are. They are indeed. It's very apt at this point of the story, especially. It really is. Especially down in a cave with no way out except by gateway. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and what are they all going to do in their last days? Here's the thing that I have to bring up. I mm -hmm. have to. Yeah. I have to. Go. There is one female down there. Mm. And if they know they're not going to be rescued. Really? You know, one of two things is going to happen. If I in any case, it's going to be an orgy. In any event, it's going to be an orgy. Yeah. However, I mean, if we're a Ludra, let's turn it good. Yes. Like, guys, we know we're all going to die. Let's have one last big go at it. Exactly. And, you know, it'll either be just a like, big pile of fucking. So I feel or... like Carmona's is either gay or bi. Yes. Yes. I feel like that. Yeah. I, I, even though I think he might he actually be. Definite, like, he really loves the fashion. He does. Yeah. Which doesn't have to be a gay thing. Um, but he also really pays a lot of attention to the men. Yes, he does. He, yeah, I mean. He's pretty wide-eyed over Lord Matt. I feel like maybe for Eludra to join in this whole orgy thing, any of the dudes that like women, mm -hmm. she, he's going to have to dom them. Yeah. In order for her to be okay with the orgy. Agreed. I agree 100%. And I think Amon yeah. will just pass around his two reverse to back. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Loosen everyone up. <laughs> Figuratively and literally. Yeah. Be liberal <laughs> with the two rivers to back. <laughs> literally loosen everyone up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, sometimes you just have to be in that place. <laughs> and that place is in his lap. <laughs> I want to be in Telmon is his lap. I know. <laughs> to just be Tom honest. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Like you are just it. That's good. <laughs> we go to Jordan Con. It'll be me and AKA Lord Jesus, AKA Tom honest. <laughs> yes. Oh, great. Ooh, I learned a super interesting thing that I need to make happen and it has nothing to do with wheel of time okay <laughs> but my i know of a place in so there's bethlehem of pennsylvania and there's also a nazareth pennsylvania okay nazareth has 
a store called Jesus of Nazareth. No! And so I, one of these days, must take my dear warder, Lord Jesus, mm -hmm. to get a picture in front of Jesus of Nazareth. Mm -hmm. it needs to happen. It does need to happen. It absolutely it must happen. One of my friends sent me <laughs> um, this macaroni and cheese that she found. <laughs> and it's called Mac and Cheese. Mac and Jesus. Mac and Jesus. Nice. And it has like religious shaped noodles. That's great. I, I love it. I died. I'm like, oh my God, you're the best. <laughs> <sighs> Their loud voices beat against the stones as they worked furiously preparing for the part that they would play. He's a director, Tomanis. He yes. sees the stage and he rattle or he readies his mm -hmm. forces for it. So we have Matt, who's the gambler. Mm -hmm. And he sees this as one big game. And we have Telmanes, who sees it as one big stage. They would play it. Telmanes would make certain they did, even if they had to blast their way out of this tomb in a storm of dragon fire. And that is it for Telmanes. So we are done with our Telmanes and Bruark. Oh. They are beautiful and we love them. There's not nearly enough zaddy in the last battle chapter. I agree. Oh, shoot. Um, I agree and I love both of them. And I look forward to reading more of their chapters as we go back through the books. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yes. Um, yeah, I just, Tilmanis gets me every time and so does Ruark. Because Ruark, how can you not? Yeah, absolutely. Ruark is Zaddy, and then Talmanis is is Talmanis. I can't even. There is just something about him. I know. I'm sorry if Talmanis does not look better than Galad whenever they cast him. Yeah, I will be up. Set. So then I wonder, like, what is the difference then? Like, why do the ladies not go gaga for Telmanis? I don't know. Maybe because he does throw off either like the gay vibe. Yeah. Or the ace vibe. Or, or he's just way in that. Yeah. Or maybe the sense of humor. Maybe. Maybe it just turns them off and they're like, yeah. hey, you're not making me laugh. We'll find someone who understands him. Thanks to Nynaeve, he has this chance. Yes. Mm -hmm. I love Tomatis. I'm sorry. It's like my favorite character. Yes. Which is so funny because he's not like one of the main characters. He's a complete tertiary character. Oh, yeah. I love him. I love him. <sighs> I would sit on Tomatis' lap any day. Oh, like any, any day, even if nothing else happened. I feel like Telmanis would feather and blindfold. Right? I he feel would. like that too. 
to be honest. Tom Hannes gets me. <laughs> Rebecca said I may have had a couple of sips of wine today. Oh, possibly. Im- impossible. All right, I have a Lenny quote. Ooh, let's go. Uh, oh, shoot, where did it go? It was the one about the sister. Oh, here it is. No knife is sharper than a sister's hate. You know, that is very, very true. I no fury like a woman scorned. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. There is no knife sharper than a sister. Just have example. Let's go with Elida versus Swan and Maureen. Oh my gosh. They're not even like blood sisters, okay? They're not even sister-in-laws. Yeah. They're Aes Sedai sisters. You know the battle that I want to see? Leandrin and Elida versus Swan and Maureen. I know! (laughs) That's an orgy I'd watch. (laughs) Right? Gareth and Tom. Okay. God, I can't wait to find out who Gareth Brynn is. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. So I think it will be interesting. Do you, okay. So say Maureen, like they follow the books or kind of, right? And she yeah. goes through the doorway. Mm-hmm. Would you feel like if they miss that? I'm sorry, Rosamund Pike. I love you. They can show you like working with the Finn or whatever, brief glimpses, but like you need to go through fo- freaking doorway yes absolutely rand needs that a pivotal point in his development as a character yes for sure Um, anyway so like we'll see swan Mm -hmm. mourning right grieving yeah moving on from maureen because she thinks that she has died yes yeah because there's that whole thing where she basically so swan has a lot going on in the books before she meets gareth Bryn, right yes absolutely yeah like has she even found out no she doesn't even know at this point that maureen is gone disappeared okay so she is in tarvalon tarvalon she is loses the stole loses the one power loses her warder her identity basically yeah then she goes and tries to find purpose and on her way there she sees gareth Bryn, who sees her as a woman yes not the amarlin seat not the staff and stole. Not the staff and stole. Not an Aes Sedai. He sees her as a warm-blooded lady to be appreciated and worshipped. Basically. With yes. that, I mean, who wouldn't? I mean, Swan is fucking hot. She is. Right, right? My goodness. God. She's beautiful. She so, is. Yeah. yeah. So we have, so I... I hope that they also play that journey of her, like seeing this. And I hope somehow she and Maureen 
get to see each other in the show like that's my two wishes yeah for for those characters like in my her bfs her bff yes yeah and that's another one i can't wait to see like the relationship between Egwene and swan grow like as a friendship and kindred spirits because they really are they are they're very much kindred souls oh love it there's just so like so i i'm excited for the entirety of the show yes yes all of it i know like obviously i'm not going to see everything in season one because things have to be rearranged so everything can be portrayed on tv i look forward to the rest of the seasons and seeing what they put in there and seeing what things happen like so i am excited for the big picture the character arcs like their transformations how they grow i'm so excited to see how the world of the wheel of time comes through on television absolutely like for those of you who are just who are disappointed in season one like i get that i understand but we have to remember there's a season two up ahead and possibly there are whispers of a season three so let's let them Mm -hmm. show us the story that they're building from these books i ask that you not judge as you waited for the books to come out in order let's give the series of the show a chance to come out in order and when it is done in its entirety then shall we cast our opinions yes absolutely mm-hmm. that is this episode we'll see you guys next time bye guys bye